Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, I'll tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, the keyboards across the DMV are hot these days because, man, there is a whole heck of a lot going on with the sports franchises here throughout this city. How's everybody doing tonight? 106.7, the fan is on your AM, FM dial. We are on the Odyssey app, and we are on the stream at thefandc.com. However you're tuned in tonight, we appreciate you hanging out with us for just a bit. I'm Danny Noakes. Got Caitlin in studio to produce the show, and we are with you until 8.30 this evening. We're leading you right into... Virginia Tech basketball coverage as they travel to Louisville to take on the Cardinals. Yes, we'll do a little bit of college basketball starting around the 8 o'clock hour as we get you closer to tip-off between the Hokies and the Cardinals. But it's been a lot that's happened, specifically for the Commanders and the Capitals over the last 12 hours, not even the last 24 hours, because this morning we woke up to yet another report that damages the reputation of Dan Snyder and alleges more misconduct this time. If what's being said about him is true, he could actually find himself behind bars, but I think none of us actually have the expectation that he would ever do any time in prison considering his status as a billionaire, but When it comes to the Capitals, they've also made a couple of trades here over the last few hours. Three, if you count last week. And to break it all down, we're going to be joined by Matt Wyrick of NBC Sports Washington Capitals coverage coming up at the top of the 7 o'clock hour. So a lot to get to, but we begin in the National Football League. We begin with those Washington commanders who are the talk of the NFL today. And yes, we have yet another Snyder scandal. You also have Deron Payne getting the franchise tag as well as what everybody was waiting for, Carson Wentz being cut yesterday. We will save the last two of those topics for a little bit later on in the show because the story that came out this morning was yet another blow to Dan Snyder's ego and any sort of positive experience that he might have been clinging on to as the owner of this franchise. And 
Don Van Nata Jr. of ESPN is the journalist that published this report this morning. It's titled, How a $55 Million Loan Plays into the Fed's Probe of the Commanders. Now, throw this out there right now. Don Van Nata Jr. did join the Sports Junkies this morning. So you can go to thefandc.com or wherever you get your podcasts and listen to the Junkies if you want to hear their conversation with Don. You don't have to do it yet. You can still hang out with us for a little bit as we kind of look back over everything that's happened. But they did get to talk to Don Van Nata Jr., the person that wrote this article. It's a great conversation. I listened to it earlier this morning. Go check it out when you've got a chance to safely do so. So the article sort of lays out what Dan Snyder's breakup from his longtime minority partners in the Commander's franchise was like. And it began with a footnote in an April 2020 financial report. Obviously, the 2020 year was a heck of a lot for all of us to sort of, you know, make it through and consider everything that was going on between the pandemic. Kobe died at the very beginning of that year as well. 2020 was a year I, I think we all want to forget. That was That was also the year that Washington changed its name to the football team. So, if you want to bookmark it with a major event for the Washington football franchise. Now, I mentioned this footnote that was in an April 2020 financial report. Well, that note revealed a $55 million credit line that the team had taken out 16 months earlier without the knowledge and required approval of Snyder's minority partners. Those are the other three billionaires who did own past tense is the key here, owned 40% of the franchise according to documents that were obtained by ESPN. Now that loan is becoming the primary focus of federal prosecutors in Virginia who are investigating allegations of financial misconduct by Dan Snyder and the Washington commanders. This is multiple sources with firsthand knowledge of the inquiry talking to ESPN. So, This is a lot to take in. I realize that, right? And we're not going to go back through a ton more of the details that were announced earlier today in this report because it's just a lot of jargon. Now, if there's any attorneys out there or anybody that works in and around the legal field, which I did at one point as a marketing and communications coordinator, but didn't really have anything to do with any actual legal proceedings. If you understand it from that perspective, then I definitely get it. But for the normies like myself. It's it's a lot to take in all of this information here, but a federal grand jury has issued subpoenas for a cache of, of documents related to the team's finances, including this loan that we've been talking about, the $55 million credit line that was pulled out 16 months prior to that April 2020 footnote. Now, prosecutors acquired the partner's NFL arbitration p- petition and other supporting materials, including emails, letters between team executives and bank lawyers. And the criminal inquiry is being led by a team of FBI and IRS agents. So there's there was a confidential arbitration that the former partners demanded, and the NFL was supposed to investigate the origin of Snyder's loan. But neither NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, whose signature granted league approval for the team to take on the new debt, nor the NFL arbitrator investigated the partner's allegation of financial wrongdoing. According to hundreds of pages of confidential NFL arbitration documents obtained by ESPN and more than a dozen interviews. So 
that's going to be the end of all of the jargon here that we're throwing out. And I'm going to try to put it in <laughs> layman's terms, I guess, if I can, right? There's this $55 million credit line that is being spotlighted in an already long list of potential financial missteps or financial uh what what what's someone someone give me a a better word than that financial um you know (laughs) criminal action i guess is the way the best way to sort of describe uh, what what is happening here and it was not disclosed to the other owners who at that point during snyder's tenure they was not given the information that that they were supposed to and uh it turns out that Roger Goodell appeared to have known about it and took Snyder's side and tried to bury it under just, I guess, a bunch of procedural issues that that were going to make it difficult for anybody to find this out. But they did, and it seems like they always do at some point. And so this obviously implicates Dan Snyder for one more thing, which at this point, it feels like the list is more than long enough to for the other NFL owners to have a vote to get him out, right? At some point, it's not, it shouldn't matter whether or not Dan Snyder wants to sell the team because the rest of the NFL and their owners should be sick of dealing with this crap by now. You would think. So that's where we have arrived at this point. And the commanders did put out a statement earlier today, essentially saying, and I'm paraphrasing at this point, but they basically said that they made all of the necessary information available to the people that needed it and are more or less denying any wrongdoing. And it's always funny to me that the commanders have to be the ones to come out and make a statement when we're talking about one person here. We're talking about Dan Snyder. But he drags the franchise into every negative discussion about him because he owns the team and he's had a hand in meddling with everything that they've been doing over you know, the close to 30 years that he has been the owner. None of it going very positively, by the way. So just throw it on a, a, the heap that is allegations against Dan Snyder of any wrongdoing, right? It's it's just another thing. Now, what's different about this instance, as I said, it, it could be when you're talking about not disclosing this sort of information to your other minority owners in this situation you're talking about fraud and and that would land a normal person like you listening or like me talking to you in prison but as we know in this country billionaires do not have to play by the same rules as the rest of us so we'll see we'll see what happens doesn't look good but you could have said that about the last three reports and scandals that came out with regard to dan snyder who knows when it'll finally be enough to actually take him out but it's certainly does not help anything. There is supposedly another report that is going to be coming out over the next week or so. So we're just going to have to keep our eyes peeled. 800-636-1067 is the MGM National Harbor listener line. If anybody wants to get in on the conversation as we take our first break this evening, we'll step aside. We'll come back. We could take some of your calls. we got more football to get into. We've got a Wizards game to keep an eye on tonight as well as a UVA basketball going on tomorrow night. And as we said, we're leading right into Virginia Tech coverage. We've got some college hoops discussion scheduled for 8 o'clock where we will definitely be talking some Maryland Terrapins who have entered the AP poll at number 21 this week. Stick around. You're listening to 106.7 The Fan.
Coming up here at the top of the hour, 7 p.m., we make a quick pivot from the Washington Commanders to the Washington Capitals. Both teams in the headlines for very different reasons. Today, we talked about the Commanders in our opening segment, the new report around Dan Snyder, his financial improprieties, as well as with the Capitals, a couple of trades breaking later on in the day today, not to mention a trade taking place right before the Anaheim Ducks game last week. The Capitals active before Friday afternoon's trade deadline. So we'll keep an eye on that, and we'll be talking to Matt Wyrick of NBC Sports Washington's Capitals coverage coming up at 7 o'clock. 800-636-1067. We got some time to take some calls if anybody wants to hit us up about the latest when it with, with, with as it goes for Dan Snyder, although I'm sure... Most of you are probably just sick of this at this point. I certainly am. Would rather just be talking about the NFL scouting combine and how the commanders are getting ready for the next season, right? Last week, it was great. There was good news around the team. Eric Bieniemy was just named the offensive coordinator and the assistant head coach. There's a lot more positivity around the football team than there had been in recent weeks and months, especially after a last couple of weeks to the 2022-2023 season that did not go the way that the commanders had hoped. And now it quickly comes crashing down, as it always seems to do with regard to the Washington commanders in this latest allegation against Dan Snyder, which is, again, a disputed loan of $55 million that he and the commanders say was made available to those that needed it to be so. And it is, at least according to this article, not the case. Now, I mentioned in our first segment, too, that the team, a spokesperson for the Washington commanders that is anonymous, did respond to someone with regard to this particular report that went out this morning. And I found this. I was wondering where I saw it earlier today. It's from Scott Abraham. Scott Abraham from ABC7 right here in the DMV. Scott7 News on Twitter if you want to go and view this yourself. He said he got this statement from the commander's spokesperson with regard to this report this morning. Quote, in 2019, the team distributed amounts significantly in excess of the maximum amount of the credit line to each of its shareholders. All distributions by the team were and have always been made on a pro-rata basis to all shareholders. As is the case for any NFL franchise, we are audited annually and we're completely transparent in sharing all financials with the league for their review and oversight, end quote. So there's a couple of things that I take away from this. And again, we don't have a ton of time here, and there's really no reason to really get too in-depth into this because it's, again, just a lot of legal positioning and jargon and this and that. But I think it is a decent point that they are certainly audited annually, right? You would imagine that a business entity that large worth billions of dollars like any NFL team, but specifically here we're talking about the Washington Commanders, would be audited, would be watched like a hawk by any of the United States' top financial federal government-related agencies, right? 
But at the same time, there's been financial improprieties alleged against Dan Snyder for several months at this point. And obviously, they didn't know a whole lot about that. And so what's talked about in this quote from the commander spokesperson is how the financials were shared with the league for the review and oversight. Well, that doesn't really matter if the league was trying to help you commit wrongdoing, right? Which this article by Don Van Nata Jr. is alleging Roger Goodell did by turning the other cheek and essentially siding with Snyder. So there's a lot to take away from this, this this particular statement and the report in and of itself. What happens next? I don't know. I don't know. If I'm going off of what has resulted in each of the other scandals that comes out, I'd say probably not a whole lot. But if if I'm trying to look at this optimistically from the fans' perspective, right? You listening out there, if you're still a, a Commanders fan and you wanted to take a positive look about this, it certainly doesn't appear to be something that's going to slow down the process of the sale of this team, does it? I mean, potentially, you've got obstructions legally now that might create more hurdles for Snyder to clear in court. And okay, I could see that slowing things down, but to me, it also just looks like another bad mark against Snyder that is not helping his case where he's already trying to sell the team. He's not going to get a better offer than what Jeff Bezos is going to come and offer him. He wants to tell Bezos that, he can't have the team because he doesn't like what Bezos and the Washington Post have done. But something's got to give here at some point, right? Something has to give. Either he he's going to have to sell the team, he's going to end up in court and just tied up in legal proceedings until the end of time. Both of those things can happen. Or he's going to be forced to sell the team by the league because they're finally sick of dealing with all of this negative media coverage around the commanders who were once a very proud franchise. And if you just put a normal person in the CEO and president position and let them run the team, it might just be a little bit better, right? Cause it can't get a whole heck of a lot worse. It's one thing to go from a, a perennial playoff and super bowl contender to just a complete afterthought and your fans couldn't have more apathy. So I'm, taking the approach of looking at this positively and and thinking that okay yeah these other reports and other scandals that have broke over the last couple of months may not have resulted in anything immediately but it has been a crawl to get to the point where the team is being shopped the team is going to be sold at some point and and, unless something really goes wrong here because this is None of this is helping him. None of this is helping Snyder hold on to the team. At some point, I just have to think that they're going to say enough of this is enough if he if he doesn't sell the team before that. All right, let's get out of here. Let's step aside, take a quick break. We're talking to Matt Weirich, NBC Sports Washington's Capitals coverage. It's coming up next on 106.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.